Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you and welcome. I appreciate you being with me today. Today's perspective comes from Brianna Gregory. She is a pharmacist and physician liaison based in Texas. She is a millennial, a member of Generation Y. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. So tell me a little bit about yourself and about your role in healthcare, please. Yes. So as you mentioned, I'm a pharmacist. I'm a compounding pharmacist, which means that I work in a less common sector of healthcare in pharmacy. And then also as a physician liaison, what I really do is I help to facilitate the relationships between our providers or prescribers and the pharmacy. So because compounding pharmacy is sort of a niche, I help to educate providers basically on how to write the prescriptions for their patients so that it's more customized, so the patients can receive customized treatment. So, you know, so much of my inspiration really in healthcare actually came from my dad. Um, he always had a really big influence on me, but he was a dentist. And he spent, uh, you know, several hours in the office, even after, after work, just such a hard worker, which always had an impression on me. But at the same time, as a child, I spent a lot of time in his office. So I was watching what he was doing. Um, as a medical professional, I spent time with him. I was kind of like his shadow as a kid, watching him look over x-rays, watching him treat patients and, and make molds in his lab. And several years later, in 2009, actually, he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, mm. which more or less is generally a pretty slow moving cancer if treated correctly. But when he was finally diagnosed at stage four, it became evident that something had been missed along the way during his routine checkups. And so throughout his treatment journey, um, he saw several doctors, several specialists, several oncologists and he started taking several medications and this was a guy that really never took medication mm. in fact i knew medication so we really didn't have exposure to what pharmacists did honestly i really didn't have a clue um by the time that he reached his third year of treatment he was on 15 plus medications so it's something that uh, in pharmacy we refer to as polypharmacy and i remember that when my dad was in hospice, um, one of the things that had the biggest impact on me is his hospice pharmacist came into the home and reviewed his medications and actually slashed those number of that that number of medications by about half. And that's just not what I expected. You know, he what really stuck out to me is he came in not to add more medications, but to peel some off. So he was really trying to actually lighten the pill burden for my dad to, to make it easier on his body and only keep him on the medications that he truly needed. Um, 
I think that this is initially what pulled me to the field of pharmacy because that was so impressive to me. But in the midst of all of this, I was dealing with my own health care problems. You know, I went to several doctors, um, had several referrals to many specialists, but still nothing was getting fixed. And eventually I visited with a functional medicine practitioner, someone who was finally willing to look at the entire picture of my life. Um, you know, everything from what I put in my body, what I put on my body, what I was doing every day, my habits, because I was really struggling with my gut health and I was spiraling downhill fast. So <clears throat> functional medicine is not a, you know, a common area of healthcare. But once I experienced it for myself, it really actually shifted my perspective of what that area of healthcare looks like. So, you know, I think as, as most people get into healthcare, it's something personal or it's something that has to do with their family. And that's exactly what um, led me to do what I do today. Okay. Uh, you're so correct. I think that a lot of times it is a, there's a personal connection there that draws us in. And it not only does that personal connection bring people in, but it also motivates them to, to do better with healthcare because they've seen that there are areas of, of gap areas where there, there are things missing. So excellent. What does quality healthcare mean to you? To me, quality healthcare really always means meeting with a servant's heart. And the reason I say that is because like you just said, Rob, you know, a lot of times it's personal. And if we can just be there to serve others and meet the patient where they're at, we're always going to be keeping the patient's best interest in mind. And that should be the point. So, you know, if you treat them like your family, they pick up on that very quickly. And from a pharmacist perspective, what this means to me to deliver quality healthcare as a pharmacist is that you're delivering the right medication to the right patient at the right time, but only if medication is necessary or required, and it not it isn't always required. Um, quality healthcare, as the term suggests, really should be quality over quantity, and it should also focus on getting people healthy rather than keeping them sick. And for whatever reason, this seems to be a very novel idea in the modern healthcare system. So. For that reason, I think our health system appears to be very broken in some aspects, broken in such a way that there's a lack of communication between hospitals and pharmacies, outpatient centers, insurance companies, in a way that it keeps the whole system very muddy for the patient, difficult to understand. It's not, it doesn't appear to be streamlined or simple. And because of that, patients tend to fall through the gaps. And they feel that, and then they fall off of their healthcare treatment regimen, and they're not compliant. And for that reason, they don't reach their healthcare goals. So their treatment generally becomes very segregated because it's happening in several different places at once. So quality healthcare is really about bridging those gaps and providing the best possible experience for the patient because it is an experience. It's a journey. Healthcare is a journey. It's not the same every day. And if we can help patients reach their individual health care goals, then I believe that we're actually delivering quality care. And this is why the area of functional medicine is so effective, especially when there's not a lot of communication, because 
it's an integrative practice. You're looking at everything. And just like I said, when I was seen by a medical, a uh, functional medicine practitioner, she was looking at everything. She was looking at my whole body, the whole picture. And this is what helps to bridge those gaps. But true functional medicine is about also finding what the underlying root cause is of the illness. But it requires a whole team of healthcare professionals. It's not just the pharmacist. It's the physician. It's the nutritionist. It's everybody, right? But they have to be willing to listen and to empower and to encourage and to care enough to dig beyond what seems like it's obvious, what generally happens in that 15 appointment window. And patients deserve more time than that. Patients deserve to be held accountable and to have an adequate support system, which they don't always have at home. That might come from a pharmacist. It might come from a physician. But functional medicine is not about overloading people with medications that only offer a temporary fix. It's about replacing what you're deficient in. Because it's important to recognize people don't get sick because they have a low level of pharmaceutical drugs in their blood. They get sick because they're deficient in something or their body is out of balance. And so as a compound pharmacist, once the doctor identifies what that root cause is, we can customize the medication for the patient if a medication is necessary, and we can replace it in the dose that's appropriate for that patient. And when I say deficient in something, I mean the most common one could be hormones, it could be vitamins, nutrients, antioxidants, enzymes, anything like that. But it's different than traditional treatment because traditional treatment aims at covering up the symptoms or masking them with yet another medication. But in functional medicine and compounding pharmacy, we aim to replenish what the body's deficient in. So this is restoring both health and wellness. And Rob, when it comes to medications, the reason quality is so important is that the quality of the medications that you put in your body directly affects the way you feel, right? It's just like the food that you choose to put in your body. So I think that quality healthcare really is a commitment to complete health and wellness all around. Kim, um, you've done this a little bit. Um, can you give me some examples or give me an example of quality healthcare? You've, you've provided somebody, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, you know, quality healthcare is customized health care. I think that customized healthcare is key because we are all very different, which means we're all going to be on a very different healthcare journey. So compounding pharmacy is actually a really great example of this. For listeners who aren't familiar with what compounding pharmacy is, a compounding pharmacy is a pharmacy that makes or compounds medications on site in their laboratory right there at a customized dose for the patient based on his or her individual needs. So for compounded prescriptions, when you go into say a retail pharmacy and you see all those bottles on the shelves, those are medications that have been FDA approved, but not everybody is going to fit inside of a box where they're going to be able to take those medications and it's going to get them to where they need to be. Sometimes people have a sensitivity or an allergy to a medication. Maybe they're allergic to an inactive ingredient or a dye or something like that. So in the compounding lab, we can make those medications free of those offensive or problematic ingredients that bother people. This way, they're able to attain you know, and achieve their healthcare outcomes 
um, in a way that where they can still re receive the same medications, but in a way that works for them. Or for mm -hmm. example, we have an elderly person or a child, maybe who can't swallow a tablet. So we can adjust that dosage form, putting it into something like a topical cream that it gets absorbed still into the body. But basically we're just finding a different route of how we can do that. You know, those traditional medications are not designed for everyone because we're not one size fits all. And that means that we deserve more than a one size fits all treatment. So I always encourage my patients that if they're not feeling their absolute best, then they should consider talking to the doctor and talking about having the medications customized, compounded, and tailored to their individual needs. Okay. But not, not, all, not all compounding pharmacies are created the same either. I mean, they have to be sure to specialize in compounded medications. They need to not dabble in it just by adding a flavor here or there. Um, they need to have strict quality stand, standards implemented because that means that the medications are measurable and repeatable, which means that the patient's response will then be measurable and repeatable. And that's something that we can count on getting the patient where they need to be. Got it. You've kind of led me into the next question, which is what do you wish people understood about your role in healthcare? Yeah. So did you know that pharmacists are considered to be the most successful healthcare professionals? And yet at the same time, we're probably the most underutilized. You can call up the pharmacy and just speak with a pharmacist. Um, pharmacists are medication experts, which means that we are the most highly trained and best to advise on the safe and appropriate use of medications, when to take them, how to take them, and we're experts in pharmacology, which means that we've been trained in depth about the science of how these medications are working in the body and affecting every single system in the body. And because every person's body is unique, this means that they need unique types of medications and doses of medications. And then also debunking the myth that pharmacists are drug pushers. Instead, a great pharmacist honestly should set realistic expectations with the patient about why he or she is on the medication, how long they should be on the medication, why they're on the medication, and when they can come off of the medication. Because again, it's not about overloading and adding, adding, adding without taking anything off. And even more so, <clears throat> in functional medicine, you know, we believe that prescription drugs are commonly overprescribed treating symptoms only rather than actually addressing the underlying condition. So many prescription drugs are only offering that temporary fix, but they don't solve the root cause of the problem. And this is why we focus on replenishing the body rather than masking those symptoms. Again, people don't get sick because they have a low level of pharmaceutical drugs in their blood. They get sick because they're deficient in something or because their body is out of balance. So it's necessary to replenish these things that we're deficient in and set realistic expectations with the patient along the way about the length of treatment too. And this is really is the responsibility of the pharmacist. Got it. Uh, what excites you about the future of healthcare? There is so much opportunity for education and for empowerment. And from my perspective, I'm actually blessed to have the opportunity to educate both patients and providers in what I do. 
So that's a little bit unique. I kind of closed the triad there between the patient, the pharmacist, and the provider. But what really excites me is when a patient comes to me and they're excited about taking charge of their own health. If we can help patients be more informed by educating them about healthcare and allowing them to make more informed decisions about their own health, then I believe we'll actually have better health, health outcomes overall because the patient has more say in their own healthcare treatment. They know what to look out for. And they can also be more proactive in reaching out to their healthcare team in a timelier manner to get what they need if they're more informed. So when a patient comes to me and they're excited about learning, it's an opportunity for me to feel like I'm not only helping them, but improving the whole healthcare system too. An excellent point. And um, having patients be empowered and patients be included as part of the care team is essential. What is one thing medical professionals can start doing today to improve the quality of healthcare? Listen and do so with an open mind. I, I really think it's so important to take time to remember that it's a privilege to be invited along on someone's healthcare journey and that journey is different for everybody. I believe it's important to honor that by listening. And sometimes we may take that for granted if someone's diagnosis is not terminal, but when it is, it, it sits a little heavier with us. And even if we're involved in keeping people healthy and well, we still have to remember that they're letting us into many details of their personal lives that they don't share with anybody else, sometimes even their own spouses. And for that reason, it's important to remember that we have the opportunity to cultivate genuine relationships with our patients. And just with like any other type of relationship, people want to be heard. You know, what's amazing to me, Rob, is that so frequently, I mean, I think even on a daily basis, this happens. I'm counseling patients, whether it's over the phone or in person. And the patient will finish up the conversation saying, thank you so much for listening. I know that you're so busy and I just can't believe you took the time. And I'm taken back, I'm taken back every time because I'm sitting here just thinking I'm doing my job, you know, and I love my job, but they've taken the time to open up their lives and share those personal details with me. And I really believe that people will tell you everything that you need to know and oftentimes give you the key to their treatment plan and the answer that you need if you just be present and listen. Yeah, what you're saying makes so much sense especially when you have this, you know, when I'm doing, when I'm speaking to medical professionals, one of the things that I try and remind them is that people are generally coming into the office because they're in a time of crisis, okay? That, you know, they don't feel good and so they can't get to work or their child doesn't feel good and their child can't go to school and if their child can't go to school, that interferes. And so their world is in a, is in a place of turmoil and crisis and by listening to them, helping them to find what the solution is, you're helping them get some sense of normalcy back in their life. Uh, so I, I think what you're saying is, uh, as far as listening, is imperative. So thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much for sharing that. Listen, Brianna Gregory, you have been phenomenal. I appreciate you sharing today. Thank you for giving us your perspective on healthcare. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 
If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.